The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. Oh, Vincent McAvaney is the BBC correspondent who's charged with the huge task of uh, letting us all know what's going on at Buckingham Palace right now because uh, the, everyone's waking up to the news that Her Majesty has passed away, Queen Elizabeth, at the age of 96. Uh, are you there, Vincent? Yes, I am. You've just been down at the uh, Downing Street briefing, so I guess um, things are unravelling this morning very quickly for in the, in the wake of uh, Queen Elizabeth II's uh, passing. Yeah, that's right. We've been given kind of more detail about the events of the day. We were in a surreal situation where we actually saw in real time Minister Liz Truss being informed uh, that the Queen's doctors had taken this action to uh, put her under medical supervision at Balmoral a few minutes before the statement went out. She was in the House of Commons giving her first major announcement and a note was passed to her by a colleague. So we saw her reacting to that and she then passed the note on to the leaders of the opposition parties. A short while later, as I said, the Buckingham Palace announcement went out. Uh, and then the official announcement of the passing went out at 6.30 p.m. here in the U.K. But we now understand that actually uh, the passing happened earlier in the afternoon. The Prime Minister herself was told at 4.30 by her Cabinet Secretary. Uh, she gave a statement outside Downing Street just after 7 p.m. paying tribute to the former monarch, saying that she was the bedrock of modern Britain. Uh, and afterwards, we understand that she spoke then to King Charles III, which takes some getting used to saying, of course, for 73 years he's been Prince Charles, the Prince of Wales, but he has taken the title King Charles III. There has been some speculation, given the history of that name and the fate of monarchs with it, whether he would choose another name, but that is what he is now. Uh, he will travel back to London tomorrow with Queen Consort Camilla, uh, and we understand the meeting is taking place right now uh, between the Prime Minister, the heads of departments, the palace, the police and the military to decide the sequence of events for the next 10 days of official mourning before the funeral, we believe, on the 19th. Now, normally the procedure is known as Operation London Bridge, uh, but because the Queen has passed away in Scotland, it'll be known as Operation Unicorn. For anyone that doesn't know, Balmoral is in the northeast of Scotland, near Aberdeen, a long way from London. So there will be a process to bring her back uh, to London either. We're not clear yet uh, by royal jet or potentially by train slowly along the course of England and, and Scotland back to London where the funeral will take place. I heard some of the protocols that will, will happen now go back to the 1700s. Is that correct? There is a lot of protocol involved now in this period. We're waiting for confirmation that Pretty much all public events will be cancelled. We expect most sporting fixtures to be postponed as well. Uh, things like comedy programmes aren't to be played on television. It's softer music to be played by radio. There will, we expect, be at least one bank holiday for the funeral. Uh, so there is obviously a lot of ceremony involved in this. Prince Charles, I said it there, has King Charles III will embark, we believe, on a tour of all four nations of the United Kingdom in the next week. Um, and uh, hey, there will be a ceremony for him tomorrow as well to be anointed officially uh, as the next uh, as the next king of the oh, realm. That was going to be my question because you mentioned that it's Prince uh, King Charles the Third. Now, does that officially happen, or like like is he is he our king now, or do we have to wait for that? Yeah, yeah. No, he, the moment that his mother passed, he became King Charles the Third. In fact, in the very first communication uh, that we got 
um, about the passing, I can read you it now, the official word on the announcement was, the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen concert will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. So it is in the moment that she passed, after just over 70 years of reigning, he at 73 took on the job that he's prepared his whole life for. Vincent, do we have clarity around who was with Her Majesty when she passed? Obviously, uh, you mentioned there that uh, Charles was there with Camilla, uh, in, particularly in reference to, to Harry. Well, we know that uh, that a number of the royals, uh, so Prince William, Edward, Andrew, and uh, Edward's wife, uh, Sophie, Countess of Wessex, uh, took a plane from an RAF base just outside London and flew up to Aberdeen uh, and were then on a sort of 40-minute journey by car. I'm not sure if they arrived in time, to be honest, given the sequence of what we have been told when the Prime Minister was informed. We haven't sort of been told official timing, so I'm, I'm not sure if they might have arrived just too late. Prince Harry, though, definitely did arrive too late because he arrived around half an hour after the official statement went out at 6.30. Right. Uh, so yes, it definitely Prince Charles and Camilla uh, were there. We haven't had confirmation yet on Princess Anne, uh, but, uh, yeah, Prince Charles was at her side, we believe. So 10 days of mourning now, and then... 19th, you said? 19th for the funeral, for the funeral and then one would imagine... Believe the 19th, Okay, yeah. and then one would imagine somewhat promptly then uh, some sort of, you know, official uh, inauguration. Or well, whatever, the coronation, the, the coronation no, I think rather, the yeah. coronation will be some months away now. Right, okay. When you think about the Queen's own one, it was a, a good while afterwards, so there will be a, a period between that. Right, Okay. What do they do with your money over there? Have you got the Queen on all your money over there? We've got we've got the Queen on a heap of all of our coins and stuff over there. Like, do you know what happens on that front in England? Yeah, that will. There are contingencies for all of this. It will be a slow phasing of the notes uh, to change them to uh, King Charles III. The same with, of course, the stamps. We will see his uh, profile on the stamps as well. And then, if you've ever been to England, you'll know that uh, many sort of public buildings and things like post boxes have a mark, E2R, on them, uh, which is, signifies that they were erected or opened uh, in, the, uh, the ro- in the royal cipher in, in the Queen's reign. Um, so then we will be presumably on, on many public buildings opening or, or sort of uh, in a lot of military insignia and, and official government insignia oh. for that, we will be getting C3R um, for Charles III Rex. Uh, which is Latin for king, of course. What's the, I don't, I'm not sure what time it is over there, but are people flocking to, say, Buckingham Palace to pay their respects? Um, will yeah, people go to work 9:30 today? Yeah, it's 9.30 now. It's very... It's 9.30pm. It's a very wet uh, evening in London. But, yeah, there have been crowds sending out at um, Windsor Castle, at Balmoral, and at Buckingham Palace as well. And just um, you know, just speculating here now, but that, with that funeral on the 19th, I remember when uh, Lady Diana died uh, and... Um, Elton John sang that remarkable song because uh, he, she was a great fan of his. And um, does the Queen have anyone that stands out that you think will that, that that she would have requested to perform at a funeral? I think we are. I think it'll be very different to that funeral. Um, I think what we will see though at that funeral is probably the largest gathering of world leaders we've ever seen. There won't be any sort of world leader invited who will turn this down. So security will be immense. I think there will be millions lining the streets of London, perhaps mm. London's busiest day ever. 
uh, and I think that it will be very much uh, a, a traditional uh, funeral that will have been planned meticulously. Perhaps the biggest funeral in history. Yeah, <laughs> Very close to uh, the nineteenth of September. All right, Vincent McAvaney from the BBC, uh, doing a great job over there. Bring us all up to date. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. The Ash Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast.